This is a health warning from Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for back braces. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain-relieving back brace at little or no cost to you. Many people are now using our pain-relieving back brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief that they haven't felt in years. Don't let your back pain turn into something worse. Remember, if you qualify for no money out of pocket, there's nothing to lose and only real pain relief to gain. Our friendly team of experts will handle all paperwork and we'll deliver it for free 800-507-1148 your pain relieving back brace may be covered by medicare at little or no cost to you call our hotline now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy to use pedometer 800-507-1148 800-507-1148 800-507-1148 little to no cost with full insurance payment copay and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hey, yo. For over 30 years and still, and still, your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. You know what? As long as she fights me 135 pounds, I don't care if she's injecting a horse demon into her eyeballs. Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. And now, and now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco, here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California, yes, the man was correct with that introduction, as he always is. My name is Pedro Fernandez, often imitated but hardly duplicated 35-plus years now, reigning as the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airways, folks. Uh, we've got open phone lines. Hey, boxing and MMA is on the uh, bill, no doubt about that. Of course, boxing superstar coming up May the 4th. I'm talking about Canelo Alvarez, which is now 51-1 at one loss to Floyd Mayweather. A couple of draws, 35 kills, of course, defending that title. Against Danny Jacobs, the best American middleweight out there. 35 and 2, 29 KOs. Of course, they get it on that big single de Mayo weekend just like almost a month away. But I got to tell you, he's made weight. He made 168 pounds to Canelo Alvarez yesterday, according to their WBC or the WBA rules, whatever rule it is. They got to weigh in like a month in advance and be close to the weight. He is close to the weight. He'll be close to the weight just for a minute. And then he's probably back up to like 175, 180, and then he'll come down again. The bottom line is, this is a game that he plays, and he's so, so. So good at it. Nobody makes weight better than Canelo Alvarez, no doubt about it. Remember, he used to make 154 and come in the ring like close to 180. Strong, 180, 175, 180. Straight up, Canelo, of course, the biggest star in boxing, coming at you coming at you from the zone. March to May the 4th, of course, live only on the zone. You've got to get that that app. We'll talk about that in depth tomorrow with Johnny Sigler, where he's our app guy. Speaking of today, Socrates Palmer, the professor of pugilism, will join us. I'll ask him about what's happening thus far in the first quarter of 2019 as far as boxing and MMA is concerned and what hasn't happened. What was the biggest pay-per-views? What was the biggest disappointment? So we'll put the professor on the spot after the break. Open phone lines all around the planet. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or, or the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. The number in the studio text line, 415-275-1613. The studio text line, once again, 415 275 one six one three. You tune to Ring Talk live on Sports Byline. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. 
clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent, sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 now, more Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Check it. You tune to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 35 years now of radio existence. We take it from the city by the bay to the Big Apple and bring in, of course, the one, the only, the professor of pugilism himself, talking about Mr. Socrates Palmer. A uh, very good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Pedro. How are you? Excellent. Let's talk about Shakur. Wow. I'm going to say Shakur Stevenson. I've got him uh, on the film right now, of course, on the screen as far as the Twitch.tv screen is concerned. But um, what's up with that? I mean, was that ghetto or what? Talk to me about that. And is he, has he been criminally charged? Um, from what I understand, he could be facing a misdemeanor uh, assault charge. It's just a bad look overall. I mean, you know, we only see surveillance video. But, you know, if a picture's worth a thousand words, the video's worth at least you know, a million. I mean, he's he spit on the guy too. I know. Yeah, it was it was 
a really not a good look. Uh, he was with another fighter. Um, I, I forget his name. Uh, Drayton, I think his name is. And, but it's just terrible. I mean, this guy basically had the world at his feet. I mean, Olympic background. He's got a million-dollar smile. They're trying to cultivate some sort of wholesome image. Now, not that he's a product of his environment. Whoa! But they, were, they fired on girls. Yeah, yeah. It was terrible. It, apparently... Uh, they saw this girl. They, I guess they thought they were by themselves. They said something. Uh, the girls were with a guy. And you know how that went. And, you know, you're a, you're a licensed professional. I mean, your hands are registered, bro. I mean, what if you would have broke his hand, you know? And oh, I, I, that, that would have been the least of my worries. I wish, I wish they would have broke his face instead. Of course, when you, listen, when you take advantage of somebody like that and you lump somebody up in the street, you know, you pull that ghetto crap on them, you deserve to go to jail. And this is he's not going to go to jail here. He's probably going to pay a fine, and they're going to sweep this under the rug like they do a lot of things like Conor McGregor and all his beefs that he's got going on. Of course, the current beef in Miami where he smashed some girl's cell phone or somebody's cell phone, and uh, they dropped the major charges, still got a couple of charges against him. Of course, he, he skated in New York City when the, the UFC decided they would help New York City out, maybe do a couple, throw a couple of UFC events in the Big Apple to sort of stimulate the uh, economy if they let – Conor McGregor slide on that bus incident. Do you think I'm reading that right? I think uh, you know. I think you're warm. <laughs> I think you're warm. I mean, you know, it just I just want to get back on Shakur, if you don't mm-hmm. mind. It would been it would have been almost defensible if it was self defense. But this was, I mean, unprovoked. It was BS. And Shakur has to have better sense. I mean, you could, he's from a crappy neighborhood in Newark, but I you know I guess you could take. The kid out of Newark, but you can't take the Newark out of the kid, and it's just horrible. And he should he should face uh, suspension, you know. Actually, I believe for his actions, it's just horrible, very cowardice, you know, very cowardice. You know what? You know what blows me away is that anybody would real anybody would even pull anything any day any any uh anybody want to pull anything nowadays with all the video cameras around there. I mean, there's a guy standing through this window, this parking garage window. He's on the phone with the cops. You can see the no refund sign above him. But, I mean, he's on the phone with the cops. He's watching the whole thing. These guys are firing on girls. There are girls mm-hmm. like scantily, uh, I don't want to say scantily dressed, but, you know, they were they were, they were dressed summer-like. And, um, if it was in Miami. Yeah, I mean, and, yeah. And, 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 you know, things could have um, fell out of the clothes. But the bottom line was, <laughs> <laughs> girls, girls were were punching. You know, I was like blown away by that. Anyway, enough of that. Let's move on to the um, the 2019 boxing season thus far. Thus far, Professor, we're one quarter of the way done as far as 2019 is concerned. Um, what have we? What, what are the pluses thus far of three months of boxing? Uh, the pluses are that it looks. I'll give you one. Uh, Manny Pacquiao is not as shot as he probably as people thought he was. I think uh, that's a plus because I think when Pacquiao is in the mix, I think boxing is better, um, is in a better place. Uh, the heavyweight division is more chaotic than ever with uh, every network not having a claim to a fighter, which stinks because we're not going to get the uh, anticipated matchups in the immediate future. They're going to milk it as far as they can. And uh, the welterweight division is hot. I mean, you know, you got that debate between Bud Crawford and Spence, but it's all, you know, it's just all uh, hypothetical stuff. You know, it's, those fights do not look like they're going to get made anytime soon. And that's what I take from the early part of this year. 
But the fight that, I don't know, I guess people want to see is Crawford and Spence because they're both unbeaten. They're both fighting at the same weight. I mean, but, you know, I'm going to ask you about Terrence Crawford. And when I look at his entire resume, why is it that Yuri Gamboa stands out as probably maybe the best guy he's fought? Well, it was sort of his coming out party. I mean, ironically, well, I shouldn't say that. His coming out party was when he beat Brace Prescott, who almost derailed Amir Khan's career. Uh (laughs) You know, so, but, you know, he also has a good win against uh, Postel, uh, who was highly touted at the time, who had just uh, beaten um, uh, Matisse. Mm -hmm. Uh, he, He has looked very good against the people he's supposed to have looked good against. But the one thing that I really commend Crawford is he almost seems to get better, and he he really closes the show. You know, he he goes for the kill. He's got, he you know he knows when to put the gas on. Uh, he beat uh, Felix uh, Diaz, who's a former gold medalist. Like he's mm-hmm. got some good wins. Okay, you know, I, you know I, I tried so I, I I tried to get him to go. I told him I said, listen, about three years ago, two and a half years ago, we're on a boat somewhere in the Caribbean, and I said to him, listen, man, I said you don't need to be fighting these guys in the United States. So you need to go over to the Philippines and fight Manny Pacquiao in front of, in front of like 100,000 people, 150,000 people. He goes, what are you talking about? I said, man, that could be your thriller in Manila without the thrill. He said, what are you talking about? I said, you don't think that, that beating Manny Pacquiao would be that difficult to you? And he said, no. I said, then if you went to the Philippines and beat him in front of 150,000 people, I went to China and beat him in, the biggest, in front of the biggest crowd that's ever seen a boxing match in the People's Republic of China or Macau, I said, that'd be, that'd be incredible money. Plus, it would look great as far as your legacy was concerned. And he said to me, Pedro, I'm a United States champion. That's what that's that was the word. So I guess he's got that Roy Jones type of thing where he's not going to leave the continent either until he has to. Hmm. He's afraid he's going to get a raw deal. I guess. That was I whole... mean, how can you get a raw deal? You, you know, you go over there and, and uh, Bob Arum takes care of your food and and all that kind of good stuff, and you know everything's taken care of. I mean, I really wouldn't be too concerned about going over to the Philippines to fight some guy that's forty years old. Uh, not if you're in the prime of, his, of your career, like the way Crawford is. No, um, that's it's kind of closed-minded. Um, it's a sh- it's uh, it's funny because I know he's good buddies with uh, Mr. Warren Buffett, so I don't think <laughs> Warren would give him that advice. He'd tell him to go chase that bag, so to speak, and, mm. and get the biggest payday he probably can get in boxing. Okay, uh, one quarter of the way done. What haven't we seen in boxing this year thus far? What's missing? What's missing? Um, what's missing is who is truly the heavyweight champion of the world. You know, we have the lineal in Tyson Fury. We have, you know, Deontay Wilder, you know, pounding his chest, and Anthony Joshua. That's that's what people want to see. I think if we had one clear, defined heavyweight champion, the world would be a better place. I think. I think, you know, that uh, Russia would be. You know, open arms of the United States. I think I think the world is better when there's one unified heavyweight champion. Um, what haven't we seen? Can- Canelo Alvarez be the undisputed superstar that we all think he is, meaning that that he's not just a Mexican icon; that he is someone that across the board, you know, sweeps uh, everybody off their feet and with a decisive win against Gennady Golovkin. I think those two things are necessary in 2019. Pay-per-view numbers thus far 2019. Um, 
Spence and, and Garcia, how'd they do as far as numbers are concerned? And I guess the last pay-per-view we got a great uh, compare them with was Tyson Fury and uh, Wilder in L.A. Well, actually, from what I've read, it outdid Wilder and Fury. Uh, it had a buy rate of 360, and uh, the Wilder Fury was 300, and Broner and Pacquiao hit 400. So they're right in the middle, which is pretty commendable between two guys that are not household names outside of boxing, um, guys that don't have the most charismatic uh, appeal to them. You know, there was nothing, no disrespect at weigh-ins or, or leading up. It was just promoted based on these are very two, very highly skilled fighters fighting in the prime of their careers, both undefeated, and it was a real hardcore boxing fans fight. So I, I think it did very well. Manny Pacquiao, you mentioned the, the fact that Manny Pacquiao is still an icon. He can still fight to an extent. He looks pretty good for 40 years old. Whether he dyes his hair or not, we all do. Um, <laughs> I got I to gotta say, where does he go? I mean, what's his next step? I mean, an Earl Spence fight, he sort of ruled that one out. I don't blame him after saying in the Dallas Stadium he'd be game for that. But that would, that would probably be a mismatch. But go on, where does he go? Well, I think Manny has a, has has built up enough equity that he could pick and choose who he wants. I mean, there are fighters out there of, that I believe he can win. I hear Danny Garcia mm-hmm. is a possibility. Um, I think that's a very winnable fight for Manny, and I believe Manny would probably be the favorite to beat Danny Garcia. And there's also talks of uh, Keith Thurman. And it's probably based out of the fact that Keith Thurman hasn't really looked great. You know, and he's coming off that injury, you know. He's, he's known as one time. I tend to think of him as sometime. I think he's a little bit overrated. So there, there are fights out there for Pacquiao. And you know what? He is a brand. The same way people root for Duke, you know, people buy Nike. He is a brand. Manny's a brand. And he's one of the last few remaining brands that we have, him and Canelo. Interesting. The professor of pugilism, folks, from the Big Apple. That's right. His agent, SM, allows him to appear on this show weekly. We thank her. We thank you, Socrates. You have a great weekend, sir. You too, my brother. All the best. Thank you. You're the best. The great Socrates Palmer, live on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Straight up, we're talking MMA of 40 minutes past hour. i got some more boxing news after the break. You can join me on the toll-free 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or, or... The Guilfree No Commitment Text Line, Texas Studio, No Commitment, 415-275-1613. The text line, once again, 415-275-1613. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, baby, on Sports Byline. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. 
When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Pedro Fernandez, who you might know me as the host of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, but this time I'm here to talk about that four-letter word everybody dreads. Pain! If you have back pain or knee pain like I do, hey, you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. I'm talking about if Medicare is your primary medical insurance, and guess what? You can qualify for a back or knee brace or a shoulder brace for little or no charge. Anything to help me with the pain, hey, makes it more manageable, gets my attention, folks. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for your back, ankle, knee, or shoulder, guess what? Give the Health Alert Hotline a call toll-free, 1-800-428-1570. 1-800-428-1570. You can qualify for a back or knee brace or a shoulder brace for little or no charge. 1-800-428-1570. The Health Alert Hotline. 1-800-428-1570. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He is the greatest fighter of all times next to me. Remember, it ain't bragging when you're telling the truth. Straight up, the words of my late mother, you are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. The unheralded, maybe uncrowned champion of the heavyweight division might be a cruiserweight. His name is Oleg Usek. Of course, I've talked about him turned pro in 2013, yet only... 30, yeah, he's 32 years old, comes with us out of the Ukraine. Man, 16-0, undefeated, 12 KOs. I mean, he's a monster. He was a monster at 200 pounds. Now he's going to fight at heavyweight. Of course, taking on a guy by the name of Carlos Tecum. Tecum's claim to fame, I think, was that he went uh, a couple of rounds with Anthony Joshua, the one of the recognized world heavyweight champions. Tecum was 36-5, 28 KOs. They're going to do this in May. This is the heavyweight debut of the world cruiserweight champion. I think he's a real deal. Look out. I think that he's got the ability to move up in weight and be strong. In other words, some guys move up in weight and they're not so strong, but there's moving up in weight to move up in weight. In other words, it's something to do. No, this isn't something for him to do. This is the way they planned it all along. He was a small guy originally as far as uh, weight was concerned, but he'll put on the weight naturally. I think he naturally will 
he'll peak out about 225, 230. Not much more. Don't need to put on fat. You know, some guys think that when you move on weight, move up in weight, you have to move up in weight. You really don't. I mean, if you look at the great Ray Robinson when he fought Joey Maxwell for the World Light Heavyweight Championship, of course, Robinson being the World 160-pound champion, the middleweight champion, entered the ring about 162, 163, lost all kinds of weight, like 15 pounds, and the, the fight, I think, stopped was stopped after the 13th round when Robinson couldn't go out. He lost too much weight because of the heat. It was like 105 degrees. Maxim said he, Maxim told me in Vegas about 20 years ago that he was ready to quit as well. So both these guys were on the verge of quitting. Ray Robinson quit the first time, quit first because he had lost too much weight, 15 pounds of actually water weight he had lost in those 13 rounds. Well, that's quite a quite a weight because when he went back, evidently weighed in the 40s, the high 40s. Pretty big weight loss as far as a boxing match is concerned. But, but when Ray entered these fights against these bigger guys, he would only weigh what he weighed as his prime fighting weight was concerned. In other words, he'd weigh about 160 pounds. A lot of these guys move up in weight, and guess what? They don't, like Mikey Garcia. What was Mikey thinking a couple weeks ago? Moved up in weight, didn't throw a punch. For those people out there like Ricky Alvarez, my buddy over there in Newark, California, Ricky the boxing expert who told me at a party a few weeks ago that Mikey Garcia was going to beat him up, going to beat Spencer. He didn't have a chance, man. Mikey's going to be all over here, three-division champ, man. Mikey's a midget compared to Earl Spence. It was like like a boy fighting a man. It just like we're three weight classes apart, as the way it should have been. I mean, as the way it, it, that that's the way it was on paper. That's the way it turned out to be in the ring. The fact that susp- that Spence didn't have any suspense in the fight, there was no suspense in the Spence fight, meaning he should have closed the show. When you've got a guy that's not firing back at you, when a guy that's not that's not returning fire, when he's just sitting there taking incoming shots, man, and he wasn't taking them all that flush. I mean, you know, it wasn't like Spence was hammering them like Hagler Hearns or something like that. It wasn't even nothing like that. I mean, Spence landed some good, clean shots, but they weren't good, clean, hard shots because they would have put the young man out of there just the way it is. But Spence, not the puncher. I think that people think he is either that or he was holding back and hoping to look pedestrian because of the fact that Manny Pacquiao, the aforementioned Manny Pacquiao, the Filipino Flash, was sitting there ring, of course, sitting ringside. Of course, Pacquiao would say after the fight that he wanted to fight Spence next. He would do it in Dallas, this kind of good stuff. Then about a week and a half later, he issued a letter saying uh, these are the four guys I'll fight. And guess what? Spence was not on that list. Well, you know, I guess not. I wouldn't want to fight Earl Spence if that was Manny Pacquiao. That would be a total mismatch. Of course, Socrates think that thinks that there's still something left in the corpse uh, or the boxing uh, relic, I think, that Manny Pacquiao is. At 40 years old, been fighting a long time, man, I think since 1995. I mean, think about this. He burst on the scene here in 2001. That's how long ago it's been, 2001. I think in 2001 he fought here in San Francisco, had that bad fight with Agapito Sanchez. Of course, he ended up winning, I think, on a DQ or a, a technical decision. Marty Denkin ended up saving his bacon that night, the referee, because Pacquiao was getting mugged. I mean, he just got mugged. I mean, Agapito Sanchez was one of the dirtiest players in the game. He used elbows. He headbutted a lot. I mean, he was just... He, he did everything but bite guys. Somebody bit somebody last week in a fight. But he, he did everything but bite guys. So Agapito Sanchez was sort of taking Manny Pacquiao to school in that fight. Of course, that was on the Mayweather-Jesus uh, Chavez undercard. Of course, Floyd Mayweather coming to town. Man, that was one hell of a weekend here in the city by the bay. San Francisco, California. The night before, 
that big card at the Civic Auditorium in San Francisco, which was sold out. Of course, Top Rank did that show along with uh, my man Peter. I can't think of his name right now, the guy from Marin County. Anyway, they put this fight card on. It was a great, great fight card. And, of course, the night before, we had the uh, the Boxing Hall of Fame, basically, Northern California Boxing Hall of Fame going down there at the Elks Club in South San Francisco. Um, Harold Letterman. The mouth, the, the mouth that roared. I mean, Harold, you know Harold by his mouth. You know his voice. When he talked, when he used to talk on HBO Boxing, you didn't have to see his face. You heard his voice. You knew Harold, of course. Harold did the introduction that night, and I thank him for that. My my late teacher, Mr. Pellegrino, Anthony Pellegrino, was there with his life partner, Mr. Zubler. They were there. My mother was there. It was probably one of her last social outings before she passed a few years later. But, man, that was one hell of a night. One hell of a weekend back here in the city by the bay. Of course, I want to thank Floyd Mayweather that night for cleaning up on Mr. Chavez, of course, making things look good, making things look easy. Mayweather does that. He makes a lot of fights look easy, but they're not exciting. In other words, you know you know, Mayweather can box. You know he's going to run circles around guys, but it's not exciting. I don't find any excitement in it. Some of you do. Some of you do. I mean, obviously, look at the pay-per-view numbers that, that Floyd Mayweather has generated over the years. I still can't believe it. I think he's pulled off the perpetrated the biggest fraud in the American sporting public of all time, of all time. Of all, I mean, of all time. I used to say it was the biggest con ever perpetrated on the American public since the movie The Sting with Robert Redford and Paul Newman. But I'm going back in athletics. I don't think anybody's ever pulled off a bigger con than Floyd Mayweather. He doesn't deliver. He does these exhibition type of boxing matches. That's what they are. It's like amateur boxing, ABC. He's going to throw a few right hands here and there. For the most part, he's going to work off his jab. And if you find that exciting, more power to you. I think the exciting fights of all fighters that want to engage, fighters that that want to be great because they're willing to gamble. And that's what Ray Leonard told me one time that we're running in Florida. And I said to him, Ray, what's the difference between a, a good fighter and a great fighter? And he says to me, Pedro, a great fighter will gamble. He'll gamble for greatness. In other words, even if you're ahead in a fight, you'll go to finish the show. You'll, you'll, you'll gamble. You'll gamble a little bit. You want to close that show. You want to make it happen. You want to be the star. Today's fighters, don't, they don't operate in that same mentality. They just don't. I mean, they're all looking to, to move on to the next fight and get paid again. And I understand that. But you get paid for your next fight based on this fight. That's just the way it goes. I mean, think about Buster Douglas. When you make a, uh, less than a million bucks or around a million bucks to fight Mike Tyson, right, or less than a million. And then when he won the heavyweight championship and came back and defended it against James uh, against Evander Holyfield in October that year at the Steve Wynn Mirage Hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada, he got $24 million. That's what you do. You get paid off your prior appearances, your prior performances. But these guys nowadays, they don't live off that. I just don't get it. Straight up, this is my point of view. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, May the 4th, the star of boxing, the man with that $350 million contract, if he keeps winning, I'm talking about Canelo Alvarez taking on Danny Jacobs live on the zone. Speaking of the zone, they've doubled their prices. We'll probably talk about that as weeks go on. They've doubled their prices. But, you know, I guess if you're a sports freak and you like all those major league sports they've got and cricket and that kind of good stuff and soccer, more power to you. But I don't. All I want is the boxing end of it, and I don't think I should have to pay for all that other programming when I don't want to watch it. In other words, it's sort of like cable. You know, they make you buy a cable package where you got 450 channels, but hey, I only watch ESPN and CNN or MSNBC, so what do I need those other channels for? I don't. You're being forced to watch or forced to pay for it. Bottom line is, things got to change. The zone, pay-per-view, who's going to win out? The apps or pay-per-view? In other words, Will it always be pay-per-view or when there was the app? Will the apps take over boxing and MMA to the point where 
You only watch fights on the apps. MMA and boxing. What's going to happen with that? We'll see what happens as the, the world evolves. The metamorphosis of boxing from pay-per-view to the apps. Is that going to happen? Straight up, we're talking MMA on the other side of the break. Of course, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the Dan Patrick Channel, a plethora of other internet platforms. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, but hey, you knew that. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Ask yourself, if you built a van for your business, where would you start? At the beginning, of course, with the people who invented the work van over 100 years ago, Mercedes-Benz. You'd give your new Mercedes-Benz Sprinter advanced technology and safety to keep you connected and protected. You'd make it available in diesel and gas. And there would be thousands of configurations and upfits to choose from. Because your one-of-a-kind business deserves nothing less than a van that's built for you. Introducing the all-new Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. The safest, most innovative Sprinter yet. Starting at just 33790 Built for you. The all-new Sprinter. Mercedes-Benz. Vans. Born to run. MSRP excludes all options, taxes, title, registration, transportation, charge, and dealer prep fee. Options, model availability, and actual dealer price may vary. See dealer for details about costs and terms. Equipment described as optional. And now, a page from the Diary of Flo. Dear Diary, I got the brush off again. I don't get it. Is there something wrong with the way I wave? Elbow wrist, elbow wrist. Why won't that little basset hound acknowledge me? I'm friendly. I give everyone peace of mind when I protect their homes through Progressive. He should be jumping for joy when I walk by. Save an average of 17% on car insurance when you bundle home and auto through Progressive. Maybe it's me. No, it's him. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Started it off. Right there, rocked him. Sent to go. Fight. Domi and Guido. Relentless. 45. Get the head kick and the takedown. Maynard. And 
Frankie Edgar was able to recover from that at all. And he's got Mavis. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Let's get him. Let's get him hard. Check it. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, 35 plus years now of radio presence. I am the man, no doubt about that. People have often doubted me. 35 years. Chicks have come at me. Other programs have come at me. Guess what? I'm not doing a podcast. I'm not swearing on the air. We're using straight old, good old-fashioned radio, baby. 24-7. Check us out. Sportsbyline.com and, of course, iHeartRadio.com, uh, SiriusXM, SatelliteRadio.com. I keep going. And bottom line, there's a thousand different Internet platforms out there. You can always check us out at Sportsbyline.com live. Now, last week. The UFC, of course, invaded the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. 11,000 people showed up for a $1.1 million gate. Of course, this means each ticket went for about 100 bucks, but it was a good crowd, and Justin Gates was a winner, of course, knocking out uh, Edson Barboza, who was a hell of a monstrous kicker in the very first round, 230 in. Let's hear from Justin post-fight. We're backstage in Philadelphia. I'm joined by Justin Gaethje. Justin... I mean, I don't even know what to say. You only needed one round. It was insane. You heard him, and then you actually finished him about a minute later. Um, I know it's very hard to go back uh, right after all this adrenaline is running through your yeah. veins, but how would you assess that fight? Uh, this is just an unbelievable sport. Um, uh, so much self-doubt tries to creep in over and over and over through camp. Uh, in the back, you're just sitting there like, do I have it in me? You know, Am I good enough? But... At the end of the day, you just have to believe in yourself. You have to believe in the preparation. And um, I believe in the people I've surrounded myself with. That's, you know, you surround yourself with great people, and they'll push you through these hard times. Yeah, well, they certainly got you through this. You got your hand raised. In the beginning of the fight, it seemed like you guys were going tit for tat with the leg kicks. How did those feel from Barboza? Oh, it felt great. That's what everybody wanted to see. I wanted to see that. I wanted to see if I can kick harder than him. I don't think I can. Um, <laughs> But, man, I mean, I rocked him early. I know I rocked him early. Again, you know, I've, my style is changing so, so much. Um, I know it's hard to see from, from those two fights, but um, just slowing it down a little bit has, has found me so much more success in, in my approach, and it's just, um, just amazing. Uh, this sport, you've been covering it long enough. You know how unpredictable it can be. Um, you know, again, I could have been on the other side. Um, my family could have been on the other side, and I'm just thank, thankful to God that I, I'm, you know, free from any serious injury and, you know, hopefully he uh, comes back better and stronger than ever. He's amazing. He's an amazing athlete. Um, again, you know, I've watched him for so long. I really just, it was hard for me to believe in myself at times because I've seen him. I know how good he is. And, um, you know, I'll still go home and I'll still question um, if I'm good enough. But I think that's why I've come this far. I mean, the thing is, you might question that, but nobody in this vicinity or I think any MMA fan is questioning whether you are good enough. I'm wondering, though, did you feel like you took his soul? Because I know that's always the goal here. I think so. I think it was mission accomplished. Yeah, I mean, I've, I, yeah, I did. I mean, no, I mean, he's a warrior, man. I, I, again, no fear in his eyes. I didn't see fear in his eyes one time. Um, as soon as he got up, you know, I guarantee he would have tagged himself right back in and kept going. And that's who we are. That's what we do. I'm fighting the best in the world. I am one of the best in the world. And it feels good. You certainly are. Um, Justin, it is always such a pleasure to see your name at the top of the marquee. We always get so excited when it's a Justin Gaethje fight. So when would the next one be? Who could the next opponent be? Um, I, I, uh, I put my um, energy into things I can control. These are not things I can't control. So, I, I, again, I you know, somehow Donald crept in front of me. Um, again, they're just on every bit of 
I don't know. Just crazy to me to see these things happen. But um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to war for myself. Uh, they will pay me what I want to get paid. They will um, give me the fights I want. I deserve that now. Yeah, well, we love watching you. Certainly hope you're back in the Octagon soon, just for se- our own selfish reasons, because you are so fun to watch, Justin, and you're such yeah. a nice human being. Congratulations. You deserve this victory. Go have fun with this whole family that's here yes. for you. Thank you very Thanks. much. He said something there was a, a bit unusual. They will pay me what I deserve. They will pay me what I deserve. I told you, these guys are not getting paid the money they deserve because the punishment you take in these MMA fights, the punishment you take in training, it's just, it's incredible. It takes miles off your, if you were a car, it would take miles off your motor, off your off your life. It just does. It takes time off your life. You can't get, can't get pounded in the head and take shots and this kind of stuff and not expect to be some residual effects down the road. You just can't. He just can't. Justin Gates, Edson Barboza, good fight, main event. Of course, the co-feature featured a guy from Norway, Jack Hermanson. 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 Defeated David Branch out of the Bronx with submission. It was in the first round, 49 seconds in. Both the main event and the co-feature ended in the very first round. Uh, Josh Emmett was a winner on the card. He knocked out Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson's fight at lightweight, I believe now. Tried to drop it at 145. Got knocked out in the third round, 414 in. Michelle Watterson beat Carolina Kay. Unanimous not across the board. Carolina Kay was uh, favorite going in there. And Paul Gregg beat a guy by the name of Kennedy... Yeah, forget it. Just forget his last name. Kennedy, just leave it at that. Straight up, of course, USC rocking and rolling. They've got a thing going on the 13th. Of course, USC 236. Now, all the way up to UFC 236. Wow, man. It's been come a long ways, of course, since 1993 when their first card was UFC 1. Of course, that was like a pirate card. Nobody even, shh, shh. They're showing illegal fights on, on pay-per-view, on cable. And you got a hot box. That's how you watch the UFC back in the day. You watch it on a stolen cable box. I remember I was talking with this one cable executive on the phone doing live radio. He actually was a broadcast, on-air broadcast um, executive. And uh, I'm talking to him. He's got the hot box back and forth. He's going back and, and, and forth in between fights. So, and I asked him, and, you know, right during the show, what he paid for cable. He told me he was paying like 20 bucks a month. And he's got like two pay-per-views going on at the same time. So instead of outing him right there, I knew what time it was. The uh, cable executive, he had a hot box too. Anyway, the 13th, USC 236. Max Holloway, Dustin Poirier, a good main event. Of course, Max Holloway, the... Reigning featherweight champ, 145 pounds, moving up to 155. Dustin Poirier always thought to be the real deal. But, you know, anything can happen in these MMA fights. That's why they're so hard to handicap. They're not really hard to handicap, but they're more difficult than boxing. Boxing is a whole lot easier sport to handicap than MMA because of the different MMA, because of the different different ways that people lose and win. Wow, straight up. Hey, this card with Holloway and Poirier has got a co-feature. Of course, Kelvin Gaslam taking on Israel Adesanya. Gaslam uh, denied the a shot at the world middleweight title about a fortnight ago because of the fact the champion came up ill after the weigh-in. Eric Anders on the card. He's a light heavyweight taking on Khalil Roundtree Jr., thought to be a hot prospect at 205 pounds. Alan Juban and Dwight Grant, outside of that, eh, don't want to know if I want. Do you want to pay for this? Ovin St. Pru and Nikita Krylov. Those one, two, three, four, five fights. Would you pay seventy or hundred bucks for that fight, for the fight card? I mean, Max Holloway is worth worth. Yeah, but not no. You just wouldn't. Just probably, you know, the USC is coming up with all these different ideas where they can give you give you discounts on the pay per views if you are a member of their fight pass and all that kind of good stuff. I think every everything should go just like the World Wrestling Entertainment folks. Of course, I'm not a big fan of Vince McMahon, and I don't I despise Vince McMahon, but I love his some of his business practices. He's such a, he's such a uh, he's such a good promoter. I mean, he just is. I mean, he's taking a fake sport and he's made it real. 
He took a fake sport and he made it real in the, in the minds of millions of people each week. They watch it. Don't ask me why. I think the storylines and the fact that those guys don't go all out with high-performance moves. Um, you want to watch real wrestling, watch the all-elite wrestling or maybe major league wrestling. You watch that on YouTube. Of course, they've got the real stars and they've got the guys that won't roll over for Vince McMahon. I'm talking about Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks and people like that. Check them out. Fantastic, fantastic. In fact, if you're a wrestling fan, we do a wrestling audio magazine here at 5 p.m. Pacific time each and every Sunday as part of No Holds Barred. The first hour is a wrestling audio magazine. Very little of me in there. What I bring you is a lot of different audio clips, different what's happening. Of course, WrestleMania 35, I believe, is coming up on uh, tomorrow on Sunday. And, of course, wow, the star, of course, is Ronda Rousey. Say what you want. I think she's going to go out of this whole wrestling gimmick um, basically undefeated. She's going to retire probably after this, come back once in a while, maybe like The Rock. That's how I think big she's going to be. But, you know, Ronda's a star here. And, you know, Ronda, I watched some promos of her lately, and I'm wondering maybe if the those residual effects I talked about a little earlier, I wonder if they're starting to take, take an effect on Ronda Rousey because her stand-up, her ability to uh, run run off. I mean, you've, you've, heard her, you've had her on the show. I mean, the, the fact that she said Chris Cyborg Santos could shoot horse semen in her eyeballs, that kind of good stuff. I mean, she was really a great orator. She's come up with some fantastic one-liners on this show. Now, not so much. Sort of mumble stuff together. Sometimes it's like word salad and that kind of good stuff. So, and, you know, we never know or we don't know yet what kind of damage USC and MMA take on women. I mean, we know that not even men yet because it started in 93. But you're seeing some guys are starting to look a little rummy. I mean, Jake Stitch Duran, of course, the famed cut man, the former UFC cut man, now working with Bellator. My, uh, I think he worked a fight of my, a couple fights of mine here in Northern California back in the day. Anyway, he left from Northern California to Las Vegas, the, probably the best cut man going as far as the world of mixed martial arts and boxing is concerned. But he told me that, you know, they don't want me in the UFC because of the fact that, you know, I'm, I'm an independent contractor and, and, and I make a decent amount of money on my sponsors, and he does. You know, when you, when you go into the octagon or the ring and this kind of stuff, and the guy's wearing, like, a jacket that says Pedro's Bail Bonds or, or Ring Talk Live Worldwide or something like that, well, guess what? Pedro's Bail Bonds or Ring Talk, they paid for that spot. And like Brendan Schaub, the retired USC fighter, and now, of course, a stand-up comedian, got the best podcast going on MMA, no doubt about that. But, like, you know, he, he told it like it was. He was making like a hundred grand to fight on sponsors. And then the USC came in and said, guess what? You got to wear a Reebok. You got to wear a Reebok, either red or red or red, red or blue trunks. That's it. Can't wear nothing else but Reebok. Can't wear it. Okay. Well, he lost like a hundred grand to fight, 80 grand to fight. What did the USC say? Sorry. And Brandon Schraub said, I'm out of here. No doubt about it. I think he's done well as far as stand-up comedy. In fact, if you get a chance to see Brandon Schraub on stand-up comedy, go see him. In fact, check him out. Google him up. He'll blow you away. He's really an articulate young man. I give him all kinds of props. Speaking of a young man, I give a lot of props to Henry Cujudo, the world flyweight champion. Of course, 125 pounds, beat up by T.J. Dillashaw. When Dillashaw dropped from 135 pounds, the reigning bantamweight champion dropped to 135 pounds about a month and a half ago, and Henry beat him up. Henry, you know, Henry, like, lit him up, man, like the White House Christmas tree. Anyway, Henry, if they were gay, Henry would have been arrested for domestic violence. He beat up on TJ so quick and so bad. So TJ Dillashaw tests positive for performance-enhancing drugs afterwards, a.k.a. Flintstone vitamins. What I'm trying to tell you, he's out of uh, MMA for a year. So Cahuto's coming back against Marlon Marias. And Marias can fight a little bit. How can I say? Valentina Shevchenko, the woman's flyweight champion. She's going to be on the card as well. But Henry's going to fight this card. This fight at 135. 
I guess he's giving up the flyweight championship just for a minute as far as defending is concerned. He's moving up to 135. He feels he's stronger at 135. I beg him to go back to 125. I really do. I think that guys should move up and wait until they have to, until you absolutely positively have to. Because, you know, when you move up and wait, you face bigger guys. Like I told you, I moved up and wait from 139, which was the junior welterweight limit back in the day, to 147 pounds. It was only eight pounds. You know, I beat up these welterweights and middleweights in the gyms. It was nothing, right? And they sent me down to, like, Fresno, and I beat up some of those raisin guys down there, the raisin farmers, that kind of good stuff. So I said to myself, you know, I could beat welterweights. I'm a welterweight. I weighed, like, 142 pounds for a fight. The guy weighed 147. By the time the fight started, he was 167. He beat me up so bad. Uh, it was it, it was a sad – it was and actually hit me three times. But the three punches he hit me with, two of them dropped me on the canvas. And I'm trying to tell you, the last time I got up, I looked across the ring. And there was like five or six guys and like three or four referees. I didn't know who I was going to fight. I had no idea. So I told the referee, no mas. That's right. Roberto Duran and myself took a little pride there. And he will say, maybe I don't want no more of this. I've had enough. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, Tower of Power at the break here. Of course, open phone lines all around the world. Take that back. I haven't got enough time for a phone call, but I can sneak in a text. 415-275-1613. The text line, once again, 415-275-1613. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517-800-932-5517-800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. 
Attention business owners. Are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan? Have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. When I was in Panama visiting the great Roberto Duran the last week of October, first early November 2018, um, they had the World Boxing Organization Convention. And of course, the great leader that we have, Paco Vacasol, Francisco Vacasol Sr., brought us all together. We were supposed to go to Managua, Nicaragua, but they had some terrorist issues there, and we pulled out, of course, and didn't get to go down and see the the family of Alexis Arguello, that's something I was really looking forward to. But the bottom line is, went to Panama, spent some time with Roberto Duran. But one of the fighters that showed up to the convention ended up losing and got dogged. I mean, like dog. They call him Isaac Royal Storm Dogbo. And Dogbo got dogged by a guy by the name of, uh, of Navarrete. I mean, Emmanuel Navarrete came to fight, a once-beaten fighter, of course, good-looking amateur fighter. Nice skills, throws the body, throws the head, mixes it up. Nice American. He he he's an American with a an American almost like Pernell Whitaker type of fighting style to an extent. Not as dull as Pernell Whitaker, but you know, I mean, he 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 he, he delivers and, and and he goes out there and he controls things. I really he's a guy that's going to control fights for a long time to come. He controlled Dogbo the first time. People tried to say the Dogbo was in bad shape. The Dogbo was like partying. He wasn't partying at the convention, but, you know, he, he wasn't training, per se. I guess he wasn't training that hard, but he didn't take this fight all that seriously. But then on the negative side of this guy is his father trains him. His father trains and manages him, which is a negative thing, man. His father's like, all props to you, Dad, but what, do you, what are your props to manage this kid and what are your props to train him? I mean, you know, you can't find a medium when you're a father. In other words, you let fights go too long or you stop fights too soon. You've got fighters like Danny Garcia, whose father won't let him get hurt. And then other fighters like, I don't want to mention it, but like, okay, Rico Velasquez Sr. Let his fighter get, let his son get killed. He said, show me some huevos, show me some balls, son. That was 35 seconds before the kid dropped dead in a ring in San Jose, California. I kid you not. Anyway, this has been Ring Talk Live Worldwide on the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Of course, we come to you each Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time. The Saturday show is an hour on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. The Sunday show is two hours. Tomorrow, I'll bring you the godfather, retired godfather, Larry Merch, will be in the house, as will Johnny Sig. Straight up, this is produced live every week by the great Scott Cuddy. Until then, peace, love, and lots of respect. You're tuned to Sports Byline. Easy.